Hello and welcome to another episode of the Broken to Beautiful podcast. I am your host, Bontressa, and today we have a wonderful guest that I met through a book club that I was in, and I was so amazed at her wonderful story and just how she articulated the love of God in her topic. And I decided to ask her if she would come on to talk with us today. So this particular podcast doesn't exactly have a direct blog that it relates to. However, many of you know that um, I have dealt with self-esteem issues most of my life. And this is actually about body positivity. And I had a strong feeling that this is a topic that needs to be discussed. So I have with me Miss Minerva Dantzler. Hi, everybody. Hi, Fantessa. <laughs> Hello, Minerva. I am so happy to have you on today. And you guys, this is actually my very first podcast that I have that me and her are virtual. Um, me and Miss Minerva are not in the same area. And I am excited about this one because this is the first of many that are going to be like that. And I'm just excited that God is connecting me with people or that he has connected me with people in the past that would be able to push this podcast forward. So Miss Minerva, I'm so thankful for you being with me today. Oh, it's my pleasure. It is definitely <laughs> my pleasure. Um, I was so happy to meet with you on the virtual book club. So when you asked me, I was like, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. So Miss Minerva, I would like for you to share a little bit about yourself, just whatever it is that you would like for everyone to know as we go into this podcast. Okay, so um, as you stated, I am Minerva, Minerva Dantzler. I am in the Raleigh-Durham area in North Carolina, and I am, let's see, what am I? I am 49 <laughs> years old, so in September, I'll be 50. All right. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to it. You know, I'm praying every day, Lord, let me see it. But, mm -hmm. you know, for some reason, I just feel like, like I'm started to evolve within, I've always evolved, but like I'm talking the great evolvement or awakening, I should say, mm -hmm. within the latter part of probably 2019, no, 2020. And so I'm, I'm embracing the growth and maturity on all levels. Um, I am a mother. I have one son um, who I love to life <laughs> and I have an adult son. So um, I don't have any little babies. I don't have grandchildren yet. I'm praying that that happens. So um, it's another reason why I have to stay fit. <laughs> and um, I am a daughter. My parents live in the um, High Point area. I have one sister. I have two brothers. I have nieces, nephews. And I have a slew of family, friends, connections. Um, so I'm a very, um, how would you put it? I'm an extroverted person, but through this pandemic season, I've learned the benefit and blessing of being alone and yeah. actually doing things alone, doing things solo and liking it. That's important. It is. Yeah, if if the pandemic didn't teach us anything, it, it taught us how to adapt. And um, a lot of times for a lot of people, it meant adapting to being by yourself, adapting to not being able to see people in the same way that you were able to before. And so much has changed about that. But the pandemic wasn't all bad for most people. Um, a lot of, for a lot of us, that was when we discovered a different side of ourselves. We, we were alone with ourselves. And so it allowed us to be able to, um, take inventory, if you will, of a lot of yeah. things. And, um, I think we kind of went on a similar journey in, <laughs> during the <laughs> pandemic as it relates to our body. Um, so, yeah. So tell us about 
how 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 do you view body positivity? Like, what is your definition of body positivity? So, body positivity to me is when, and let me just let me just share. You you know this, Montessa, but I want to make sure that people know this as well. Mm-hmm. That even as a believer, I'm very authentic, mm-hmm. um, very transparent. And I'm definitely going to be so on this podcast because mm-hmm. I think that's what's important. I think people need to be able to relate, but relate not only on the surface, but yes. the root of things, right? Exactly. And so body positivity for me is when you, yourself, whether male, female, what have you, look at yourself and is okay with two things. One, where you are now. Two, where you want to be. And so what that means is you've got to be comfortable where you are at this very moment to even be able to move and do the necessary things that you need to do for yourself to become even greater. Mm -hmm. Because that's that's where the positivity come in. The body is the earth suit, as I call it. Right. And I got that from... um, Grandpa Dollar, I was listening to one of his his messages and he he talked about the earth suit. Mm-hmm. And I adopted that because it's so true. You know, our, our mind, body, soul, all that is inside. But you've got to be at a place in your life where you can be true to yourself truthfully. Not what someone else says about you. Not what you think, <laughs> you know, someone should say about you or what you want to be. But just exactly where you are. And so the body positivity part is being positive enough to know, yeah, I am where I am right now, whatever way that may be. And I have enough courage and enough positivity with inside of me to do what I need to do so I can become even better. Yeah. That's that's, that's my definition. Knowing where you are, being truthful of where you are, and you be you be that person. You be the person saying, oh, okay, you know what? Well, I'd like to lose five pounds. You be the one who decides in, in talking with other people, whether it be professional or not, what is it going to take? Mm-hmm. You being the one to say, guess what? I can I can eliminate this for right now, or I can manage and balance this for right now, because this is where I'm trying to go, right? Right. So, I'll give it a good example. If you are getting ready to take a trip and you know where you need to go, you know your final destination, and you decide, okay, am I going to take, you know, am I taking a flight? Am I going to drive? However, how am I going to get there? If I say, well, you know what? I think I want to take the scenic route and I just want to drive. And Von Tessa, you say, no, I think you need to go and, and fly. I think if you fly, you'll get there sooner. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, I want to do the, I want to drive. The positivity part is me being truthful to what what do I want to do? Not right. oh well, you know what, Vanessa, you're right. So now I'm gonna now I'm gonna relate this to um to to food. You're right, Vanessa. Since Vanessa only eat apples, I'm gonna only eat apples. <laughs> well, that may work for Vanessa. And she may wanna take a flight. But if you know that you wanna take the wrong route or you wanna drive, then be be confident in yourself to say this is what I need to do. Or to say, oh, thank you for offering that, but I've chosen to do this. Exactly. Yeah, it's not a one-size-fits-all when it comes to that. You have to do what works for you. And for me, I think that body positivity is giving yourself grace um, in whatever stage you're in or whatever state you're in when you are... Um, trying to go through that transformation period. Um, As I've talked about self-esteem and everything, even when you are in the process of losing weight, um, first of all, that's not going to fix your self-esteem. That's something that you have to go deep to fix um, because your body can still, you can get to the place that you want to be as far as your body is concerned and you can still have issues with your self-esteem and even on the way on the way there you can have issues with your self-esteem because one thing about um the transformation of your body when you're losing weight you can't control 
where you lose it first. You can't control um, how it's going to look once you lose it. I remember when I was losing weight and I looked in the mirror one day and I was like, it looked like my eyes are like sinking in or something because I was used to a full face. And when Uh I looked at that, I'm like, oh, oh my gosh. Um, I felt like (laughs) something was wrong and I I began to be a little self-conscious about it, but you can't control it. So you still have to give yourself grace while you're on the way to your destination. And one, um, my personal trainer that I had before, he would tell me, you never know what your, what the best version of yourself is going to look like. Because even when you get to that destination, you got to create a new goal. Um, so it's still, um, you know, you're, you're going to be ever evolving. So you still have to maintain that love and that grace for your body. And we, as women, our bodies change so much and we have so many different factors. Um, yeah, yeah, that, that control our body weight and, um, we just have to give ourselves grace. Um, it can be um, someone who just had a baby. It can be someone who is pregnant now, or it can be someone who had a baby six months ago and they still haven't lost the baby weight. And they see these celebrities on TV and they think they got to snatch back really quick. But we oh have to learn how to give ourselves grace as it pertains to our bodies and love our bodies from within us that's where it has to start I agree with you and you also have to and that's why my definition of body positivity was about yourself Mm -hmm. because if you're always looking at someone else you know if you're always judging yourself against another person you really aren't being positive to yourself Mm -mm. And, and so the thing about it is in the society that we live in right now it's easier to do it that way because of the things that the tools and resources that we have privy to us. It's mm-hmm. easy to look on, you know, when I was growing up, um, you know, we had teen magazines, you had magazines, <laughs> you had the newspaper, and then you just had bodies around you, like your family, your friends, whatever. Mm-hmm. You didn't have access to all the things that we have access to thanks to social media. Mm-hmm. However, I will say this. I self-esteem and confidence was instilled in me as a kid. Mm -hmm. So what happens is, and and thankfully by my mother, who is still alive, hey mom, (laughs) (laughs) and also by my beloved grandmother. And then I was around women, um, my my aunts, you know, my neighbors, I was around women and I did not see see a lack of confidence mm-hmm. right and they they ensured you know it in me so i i was not I mean, let me just wrap this up i was not in a situation where i was talked down to all the time mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that i didn't have that but by the time i got to school i already knew who i was now my my family and i i'm been blessed to where um I, I call I'm a bonus kid so I have I don't say step family but I have a bonus family so I have the the crowders which is my mom and I have the dancers which is my biological and then I have the pages which is my bonus dad so of all three sides of my family they all tell me that I was like sassy when I was younger <laughs> or you know I, I never I just, and I don't know if God did this because he knew there would come a time when we would live in a society where self-esteem and self-confidence would be lacking as much. But gratefully, my mom told me at a very early age, not so much as how beautiful I was, but that I could do anything. Mm-hmm. That if I put my mind to it, it could happen. And then I had family to say, oh, so my nickname is Bina. <laughs> And so, you know, there would be times we would have family gatherings and my aunt Hope would say, okay, you know, she'd start dancing. And then she would say, come on, Bina, come dance with me. (laughs) And so then I would dance. Now we're dancing in front of our family and our friends. So as a little girl, 
seven years old, once that's instilled in you, as you mature, which my route was in high school, I, you know, I cheered from youth all the way up through high school, was in the dance team, on the drama team, on the yearbook team, you know, so I was already ready for the spotlight, if that makes sense. I was already <laughs> ready and prepared to be a leader. I was already being groomed to what I say, cheer the people on. Mm -hmm. So even with my health and my fitness, um, that's, that's what's instilled inside of you. It's got to grow mm -hmm. unless you pluck it out, which means get to the root of what's going on with the self-esteem. Mm -hmm. Why are you feeling you have to compare yourself to each and every person that is around you? Why do you feel the way you feel when a certain woman comes around? Mm -hmm. Right? Those are internal things that you need to, only you, unless you speak with someone, can share and you share with them what that's about. That's some internal things that you may not even know, but it shows on the outside. Mm -hmm. You know, I have people that say, oh, when you walk in a room, you light the room up. And I say, really? It's <laughs> not that I don't think that I do that. But what I'm thinking about is there should already be light before I get there. Right. There's already now. Now, don't get me wrong. You got different different volumes of the light. You can have soft light. You can have the bright light. You can have the, the you know the biggest light. You have those on right. different levels. But what I'm saying is, I'm not perfectly walking in to then turn this light switch on. Mm -hmm. I'm walking in being who I am and what and and displaying what has been inspired and put in me and instilled from a girl. Right. So. With that being said, my personality, for whatever reason, it's going to show in whatever state I'm in. Yeah. And so with the, with the self-confidence, um, you know, even in the word of God, he does mention, and I don't know exactly where it is right now, but you can Google it, you can look it up. He tells us not to throw away our confidence. Now, he's not really saying, Jesus is not saying at that point, the confidence in yourself, which mm -hmm. it can be. But he's basically saying the confidence in the word of God, the confidence in what he shared with you, the confidence in what you read, in your faith. Well, that's the same. We can apply that to our lives. Right. The confidence of knowing, let's say, um, I'll just use myself. You know, I, at one point, I was 516. Um, I had gone through some depression in life. I'd gone through some some sadness in life. I've gone through different traumas in life, right? But in 2019, I went through a very, uh, I was impacted by a gas explosion at my job. And I really went through what I call the day that I said no more, mm -hmm. okay? And this is when I looked in the mirror. Um, I've always, I love bathing suits. I've always loved bathing suits. My goodness, it's just who I am. So take plus to it. And I tried on a bathing suit that I, I started training. So like I said, let me go back. Like I said, I've always been a little active, right? Mm -hmm. But nothing like fitness, nothing like going in a, in a gym and working with a personal trainer. So in 20, mm, 2012, 2013, um, I had a family uh, situation to happen, which definitely um, allowed me to go into depression. Um, it was out of my hands. It was out of my control. All I was doing for a lot of time was just praying, mm -hmm. asking God to intervene on this situation, in which he did. Thank you. Thanks be to God. But one of my friends, she gifted me. So she was actually starting to train with a trainer, and the trainer was running a fitness special. So this is how I first got into actually fitness, working with a personal trainer. Um, so she was. she took the offer. I knew nothing about it. She shared it with me. So for my birthday, she gifted me with, I think it was one month for $75 at that time of going into working with a trainer because she knew I wanted to lose weight. Mm -hmm. Now, I wasn't a size 16 at that time, but before then, I normally would have been anywhere between a size 6 or 8. And at this point, I got to like a 10, 12. Uh, and so I was, you know, I was getting older. I was in my early 40s. So I'm getting older. My body's changing. You know, I can't just stop eating for a week and it drop, right? Mm -hmm. That's not happening. <laughs> I'm a full-figured woman, so I'm very curvy. So certain things had more curves in it than others. And I was like, I had to work this out. <laughs> this is not the image of what I want to portray. Mm -hmm. It makes me happy, right? 
So fast forward, I go to my first two weeks of training and it is tough Mm -hmm. for me. It is tough for me. I've never been in a training room. I've never been in a gym. I've never lifted weights. I'm watching different people do different things on different levels. And I'm a girly girl. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be wet. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So I'm like, you know, this isn't going to work, but I got to make it work at least for 30 days because my friend paid this money and I'm not going to waste their money. And so me and the trainer, you know, I shared with him, you know, my situation. Um, He saw more in me than I saw. So let me pin, let me let me pinpoint that for someone that's listening. When you are in a situation and someone is trying to inspire you and help you get to the next level of your greatness, regardless if you're just starting or let's say you've been doing it for a while, there's always levels that can take you higher and advance in whatever you're doing. There is going to be somebody, and I speak it right now, that will say something to you, which is planting the seed of confidence, of will, mm-hmm. of strength, mm-hmm. of determination that will fuel you as you go on your journey or your adventure. Mm-hmm. And so I would say I can't or I don't, you know, I don't sweat. I can't run those <laughs> types of things. Um, and he would say, yes, you can. Yes, you can. You're strong. You know, that that was it, you're strong. Now, at the time, I was not strong. I can remember, you know, he told me to lift maybe 15 pounds or 20 pounds. So dumbbells. So that's 40, 30 to 40 pounds. And I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. So now I'm going into not only can I not do something, but I'm a little embarrassed. Yeah. You know? I'm at a gym, so I'm kind of embarrassed. And other people are, you know, doing these burpees and, and doing all this stuff. And I can't even lift this weight. And I started feeling bad. You know, I went into the gym. I'll never forget. I actually went into the locker room that morning and had some tears in my eyes because I'm not used to not being able to do something well. If I put my mind to it, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Unless the good Lord, the good Lord is going to have to stop me. I'm just going to tell you. <laughs> and I couldn't do it. I, I tried and I could not do it. Well, I'll never forget. There were two. At that time, we call each other battle buddies. There were two battle buddies that came in there. I'll never forget. Might have been three. I mean, I'm so extra. Might have been three. <laughs> and they said, you can. You're just learning. You're just you're just learning. He's pushing you. You can. You're just learning. And so I want to share that with somebody. I was a girl that did not want to lift heavy, Did could not lift any type of dumbbells, but I kept trying. I didn't give up. Um, now let's fast forward. I can lift. Uh, I can. I can dumbbell. I, I can do it. I can do it. I can even do what I haven't done yet. Because if I put my mind to it, I'm gonna do it, right? right? So I can do those deadlifts. I can do those chest press. I can do squat press. I can do those. Now, was I able to do it when I first started? No. If I stop now and I start back in another month, am I going to be at the same momentum that I was then? Probably not. But the moral of the story, this short story is when the seed is planted, it doesn't mean that it's going to grow tomorrow. Mm-hmm. If someone says, oh, you you can do that, it doesn't mean that you have to conquer your dream or your ambition or your goal within the next 30 days. Everything takes time and you have to work at it. That's why you have to have that self-esteem. That's why I may have gotten the self-esteem inside of me when I was a young girl, but you're never too old for someone to pour into you positively. Right. And you've got to be able to receive that. So if I say, yes, you can do it. And maybe you're not going to do it my way, but you can modify it. You can do it another way. Maybe you're not going to start with five pounders or 10 pounders or 20 pounders. Maybe you're going to start with pan goods, two can goods. It's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, and you got to, you got to know that guess what? It's okay. Why is it okay? Because you're not comparing yourself to what Minerva or anybody else is doing. Right. That is very true. And, a lot of times that's what usually catches us is the comparison. Um, my my story was a little bit different um, <laughs> when it came to the confidence. 
And I don't think that it was anything from my immediate family or anything um, mm-hmm. that caused my confidence to be the way that it, it was. I think it was just the comparison okay. um, because I was always the heavier one um, out of my friends and stuff like that. And they never even like saw me like that. Um, mm-hmm. But it was just me. I didn't really get, I can't remember getting teased or bullied or anything in school. It was just me taking a look at myself and then looking at the people around me and understanding that I did not look like them, but I would love to. Okay. And that was the part for me. And I created this narrative within my my mind and that's where the rejection and all of that came in because I rejected myself. Yeah. And because I rejected myself, other people had the right to do it as well because people can see that people can tell. And so when I got to a place um, that I thought that I was beautiful And that I thought that even, yes, I've got curves and and I am pleasantly plump, but that doesn't diminish my value. Um, It doesn't diminish where I plan to be or the goals that I have. Um, It doesn't make me any less of a person. It doesn't dim my light anymore. And so once I got to that space and, and it took, I remember it was, uh, just a few years ago, actually, I was going to therapy and I was talking to one of my friends at work and I was like, this is hard. Like, I don't know how, how do you learn how to love yourself? And you're, I think I was probably like 34, 35. How do you learn to love okay. yourself at this age? Like, this is something that I should have been doing long time ago. How do you learn to do that? And it was, it was a tough journey. And that's why I may not be exactly where I would love to be. Um, as it pertains to my weight loss journey, I can care less about the whole scale victory situation, but the Mm -hmm. biggest non-scale victory that I got from that was understanding who I am and who I always was. I, I didn't think I, I was good enough at that point. And seeing how so many different things have happened for me as a result of that confidence, that was the, the largest non-scale victory that I could have ever had. The, the okay. change in perspective. And yes, um, we came from two totally different ends of the spectrum where you had it and it was instilled in you from, you know, when you were younger and where it was me, it, I I truly believe it was just me. (laughs) And, and mine, mine was just like diminished as I grew up. And then here I am 30 something years old, trying to figure out, um, how do I get this? How do I understand who I am? How do I love this person? regardless of my size. And so that is a testament to let people know that it doesn't matter. Um, Like you said, it's never too late to discover that person. And you'll find that once you get to a space where you are good with it, other people will see it. That light will hit different and (laughs) other people will agree with you because sometimes it's, Sometimes I'll go places and people will say things and I'm like, what is going on? But it's a result of that light being different. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And and I would like to add to that. I, my hope would be that even if nobody never says anything, you still believe it. Yes. Yes. I do. And that, that is because that's the part that matters because even before they would say it and I wouldn't believe them anyway. So. (laughs) Yes. And so that's the one thing that I want to say on that topic is 
regardless if you get claps, likes, compliments, the major thing is to know what someone said and let that someone be you. Right. What do you say about yourself that's mm -hmm. positive, um, that you believe, you know, especially those that are believers of Christ. The, the Bible is full of not only affirmations, but compliments, mm -hmm. you know? He says you are fearfully and wonderfully made. That doesn't mean that you're to be a clone and look like someone else. Right. Regardless of your size, that is your that is your brand. Um, and how you treat yourself is your brand. And that's to piggyback off of what you were saying. People see what you project. And mm -hmm. so just always try to be positive as much as you can to yourself, even if that means, hey, we're right here now. But we're going to take some baby steps or large steps and get to where I need to be. I can do it. That's all that matters. Exactly. So I wanted to go back and give that scripture. And I, I did remember um, when you started saying it, it was in Hebrews because I used to have it on my computer at my old job. <laughs> so it's Hebrews 10 and 35. And the NIV version says, so do not throw away your confidence. It will be richly rewarded. So we definitely need to make sure that we keep the confidence in God because that's who our identity comes from. Absolutely. So that's that's the confidence that we need to keep, the confidence that we have in God. And he gives us identity um, through his word, just like the last scripture that she mentioned is in Psalms. I think it's Psalms 139 where it talks about us being fearfully and wonderfully made. Um, so yes, definitely make sure that you jot those scriptures down and um, put them wherever you need to put them so that you can remind yourself. Yes, Psalms 139 and 14. I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works and that my soul knows right well. Amen. Make sure you write those down so you can keep them in your back pocket. <laughs> <laughs> what a compliment. Just to hear that. Yes. Makes you smile. Mm -hmm. To know that he customly tailor-made designed me to be the person that I am, to design you to be the person that you are, and there's still more to come. Exactly. Like, this isn't even the end-all be-all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love it. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly right. So we were talking um, when we did our first call. And one statement that stood out to me is you said that everybody is an amazing body. Can you elaborate on that for me? Absolutely. Everybody is an amazing body because from a spiritual standpoint we are created in the image of the almighty god yeah okay mm -hmm. so when i when i when i read and i accept that i see it as kind of like what i just said before handcrafted handmade homemade tailored you know cut from a different fabric but i am a representation of the supreme of the almighty of the omnipotent of the omnipresent like it depends on how you see and what your belief is. So I'm speaking about me. Mm -hmm. So for me, I believe that everybody is amazing. Now, that could be twofold. It could be everybody as in plural, all of us are amazing. Mm -hmm. But I really specifically meant it for every singular body mm -hmm. is, an, is amazing. Because one, one thing that I've learned um, throughout my travel of this uh, this fitness and it's not just fitness physically okay it's fitness mentally spiritually emotionally um and that is affecting all the other quote-unquote leads in my life right but you you will begin or i begin to see and discover things about my body that i didn't know I began to learn of my endurance. I began to learn of my strength. I began to learn of my inter internal power of, of will, 
okay? I have the will that I want to work out. I have the will that I want to eat clean or better. I have the, the stamina and the determination that today I'm not going to eat certain things. I call it gut rot. So, you know, the, the sugar. <laughs> Because not because I just have avoided that out of my diet, because mm -hmm. I'll be honest with you, there, I go in stages, but because I know that it's not good for me right now. So I say everybody is amazing, body meaning singular, because you don't even know all what your body is capable of doing. But I believe that it is amazing because you have it. God doesn't make mistakes when he created and made it for you. And you have the you have the power and the strength to, to transform it. That's now, true. we don't have, of course, God is the blessed control of all things, but he has given us some power. He has given us some determination. He's given us things where we can, can change, change some things, as I say it, right? Mm -hmm. And so, yes, everybody is amazing. And it doesn't mean that you have to look like a figure eight to have an amazing body. <laughs> right. Your your spirit will determine what your body will look like because your will and your spirit operates together. And when your mind and your spirit come to one accord, your, I, I'll tell anybody, your body will follow it. If you don't believe that you can change, if you don't believe that you have the power and the strength to um, deny the flesh of some things, um, then guess what? You're right. You don't. But if you believe that you do and you try and you try your best, I'm a firm believer and demonstrator. It can happen. Yeah. Uh, diabetes runs in my family. And so I am very cautious. And right now in what I would consider preventive care, preventive mm -hmm. maintenance for that not happening. So sometimes um, I will be honest, I'll have a menu on my phone that I that I get for diabetes. But it's not that I have diabetes, but it's just that if it's healthy and can help someone who has diabetes get back on track, then guess what it would do with someone who doesn't, right? right. Mm -hmm. And so the body is definitely amazing. The body can do things. You speak things to your body. And sometimes we just don't tap into that amazing part that we have. We're so busy, again, listening to others and seeing others and, and neglecting who we are and what we have within. But yeah. yes, I believe everybody is amazing. I follow some people on Instagram and they're not a size six, they're not a size eight, and they are strong, they are they are mighty and they are inspirational and they're healthy. Mm -hmm. That's so another thing. Because you're small doesn't mean you're healthy. That's another thing. That is very true. I even even when I was at my largest, like I did not have any like serious health issues. And a lot of people just automatically see people that are on the heavier side and just assume that because of that, that either one, they, they put themselves in that situation. Um, but again, the body is amazing and the body has so many things going on that can be working against us as well, you know, yeah. genetics and, and all kinds of things that, that sometimes don't always work in our favor. Um, education, that's another major thing. Sometimes, yeah. you know, especially in our culture, we're not educated on how to eat well. We, we want the soul food and soul food is good to your soul, but it's not always good for our bodies. And I had to teach myself how to be able to still cook those things, but modify them and make them in a healthier way. Um, Absolutely. So that's a whole thing. So the education thing is there. Our cultures sometimes gather around food. That's our thing. We ain't getting together if we ain't got no food. <laughs> there are certain cultures that we be like, oh, I, I ain't going because they ain't going to have no food. You know, but it's a couple of cultures where you know they are known. They, they If they're having a party, you going to get something, a sandwich or something. And so that's just how we've been conditioned. And so I was telling you a story about when I was younger 
and my grandma, <laughs> my grandmother would cook and I would come home and, and I wouldn't eat and it would be that one day and I wouldn't eat. And my grandma would, her, her initial question she would ask me is what little boy are you looking at? <laughs> because that was my correlation to my lack of relationship. And I think that's why I wanted to be um, like all the other girls that I, that I knew and like my friends, because they had guys that were interested in them. They had boyfriends and all the things. And I didn't, wasn't nobody really checking for me like that. And if they were, they didn't tell me. And that was a shame on them. Um, the <laughs> shame on you. shame on you you missed out sir so um but that was directly where I linked that lack in my life too and that was that was an example of when I was a little girl and that carried up until I was 30 something where I always said you know that is you know that is the reason why. And even now, when I talk to people, it's almost like, yeah, you saw my picture or you saw me, but it's like, you you sure you good with um a pleasantly plump woman? It's like I, I still in some way just got to make sure you okay with it because that's not everybody's thing. Um, but I have to understand here lately, it hasn't been such a big deal because I understand that, look, you saw me. <laughs> and well, if you, and not and only if, that, right. so this is my take and I, I definitely understand and respect, mm-hmm. um, your story, but I'll, if you don't mind, I'll just interject to say in a relationship and I am not the queen of relationships, um, <laughs> I, I, I let me put that disclaimer out there. However, um, I am I do date. Um, mm-hmm. I, it's not something that I put like on my social media, but I I do date. I date a, a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a heterosexual woman, so I date natural born men. Right. And and I will definitely say um, different strokes for different folks. Yes, I have. Um, I have been in situations and been on dates where, you know, men like, I, I'm curvy and um, men like that. And then I've been in situations where, or been told even to, even as of a couple weeks ago, hey, don't lose any more weight or, hey, you look good when you were such and such. So I, I want to say this to you and definitely to other men and women that, I, I believe whenever you are most comfortable with who you are, regardless, because mm-hmm. my weight fluctuates. So today, you know, two months ago, I was 10 pounds lighter. I'll just be honest. I was in some, uh, participating in some competitions at uh, the gym mm-hmm. and all that. And I was 10 pounds lighter. I changed up my supplements. And when I changed up to another supplement, I retained water weight. And so I gained 10 more pounds. Now, thankfully, because I work out, it doesn't, it shows, but it doesn't show in a situation, in a place where I'm uncomfortable or not satisfied. Right. But I know where I can be. So, of course, I'm going back to what I want to be. Mm-hmm. But I want to just wrap that part up to say, even with that, yes, they see you, but there, there are men who are so attracted to a beautiful spirit, mm-hmm. a sense of humor, mm-hmm. a, 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 measure of intelligence um a spirit of sweetness all of those things are intangible but Mm -hmm. that's what they are drawn to and i've even met men who were drawn to the body let's say physique but they actually didn't like that other person because she wasn't sweet enough yeah. or she was extremely controlling or she was too shy. So I definitely want to put this out in the air um, 
to any and everybody that listens, that's listening or will be listening. Don't don't allow your physique to diminish mentally and spiritually who you are. Right. Because remember, when you're in a, when you're on the journey that me and a lot I call my fit fam, when <laughs> you're on a journey to become your best, you're always going to be changing. Mm-hmm. What I would say in a relationship is you want to make sure. Um, for those that are like me that are single and um, enjoying it, you want to make sure that you pair yourself with someone who um, sees your, the views. Y'all are on the same accord when it comes to fitness. It's kind of the same with spirituality. Mm-hmm. You need to make sure that you both agree on that. So if I'll just say and put this out here. If a man um, is not into becoming his best, or is not really on the um, eating healthy, he's probably not going to enjoy me 80% of the time. <laughs> right. And the reason why I say that is because I do eat junk food full gut right 20% of the time. Sometimes it might be 50, <laughs> depending on the situation. But I always go back now to, hey, we need some greens. Exactly. We need some um, we need some, you know, fruit that's not, you know, that's not so acidic for me because I'm uh, lactose intolerant. And I mm-hmm. also have acid reflux. So there's certain things I can eat. There's certain things I can't eat. Mm-hmm. But I need to be with someone who respects and um, appreciates and doesn't have a problem with me working out as much as I do. Because right. I want to go into the fact that it's not only about um, my physical health and my physique, but it's also about my mental state. Right. And because of some of the things that has happened and I've endured in my life at this point, um, working out fits my it is a it's therapy for me. Right. And certain types of work workouts and exercises are more therapeutic than others. So it's it's definitely my weekly dose. Mm-hmm. And um, thankfully, um, I have uh, I call him Pal. Thankfully, Pal is on the same lines as I am. But I probably would not seriously date someone. Um, or exclusively date someone that did not work out. Now, that doesn't mean he's going to do what I do. Yeah. But it does mean that, you know, he's getting some type of exercise in, even if he just goes and plays uh, soccer or football or yeah. basketball or whatever it may be, his own thing. We don't have to do it together all the time. Right. But I definitely feel like exercise is not only um, good for the body, but it's definitely good for the mind as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. And um, it it plays a major part also. You know, so we're not just thinking, talking about just the food, but we also talk about the health and the fitness part because they're married together. Exactly. You have to, you have to kind of do both. Um, most of it, yeah, does come from the kitchen, but you also yeah. have to, um, to work out. And that makes you feel good because like you said earlier, it shows you what your body is capable of. There are some things like when I started off, I started doing small things and, you know, or started on the the elliptical just a few minutes and that about took me out. I thought I was, (laughs) I thought I was going to pass out right there on that elliptical or the treadmill. And then once you figure out that, oh, I can go a little bit longer. Oh, I'm not so tired right now. Or I know when I started, it was, um, it was in the middle of the pandemic and I started off doing like some Zumba, um, videos and I was out of breath. And the the sounds that I heard, I was like, oh Lord, things are clapping. (laughs) (laughs) They're a little intimidated by the weights, but let me tell you, add some strength training in there because mm-hmm. that helps with weight loss. It also helps with bulking the body. Yeah. And it also makes you feel so strong. Mm-hmm. You feel so good afterwards. Yeah. So don't limit yourself to what you can do. Just explore. Um, because when she said everybody is a good body, it's not just your earth suit, as she said earlier, it's also your mental, it's your spiritual, it's everything that encompasses your body. And so we have to make sure that we nurture the whole person. Amen. 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 
All right. <laughs> so now what advice would you give to someone who struggles with loving their body at every stage of life? What advice would I give to somebody? I, the advice I would give is nonsense. <laughs> I would just give nonsense. Like, and what I mean by nonsense is you you got to just, you've got to, you've got to rebuke. You've got to deny the nonsense. Mm -hmm. You have got to love you how you want to be loved. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, and, and let me, let me share this. This, this is, I got a revelation one time or several times, but I'm gonna share it. Um, and again, forgive me because I don't have, um, the scripture in front of me, but there is a scripture and I know it's in the, um, Genesis and it says to, um, love yourselves as you love your neighbor, love God, love God. Um, and then to love yourself as you love the neighbor. And I'm paraphrasing. Mm -hmm. um, I'm trusting you may combine that formula, I'll but find it. I do know the formula. Okay. For me, uh, a lot of things has, I'm all about order. And mm -hmm. so the formula is to love God, to love yourself, and then to love your neighbor as yourself. So I will, I will say this. If you are not loving yourself, not caring enough about yourself, not doing and putting into action and practices that best better yourself, my question is, how are you loving your neighbor as yourself? And to what measure would you love if you loved yourself more and your neighbor more? Okay. Mm -hmm. And so the struggle is the fact that you have nonsense in your mind. And I don't know where it came from. I can only talk about me. I don't know where it came, where yours came from. Mm -hmm. But I'm pretty sure it probably derived from something someone else said. Or it could have derived from something that you tried to do one time or maybe two times and it didn't work out. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I say it's nonsense. Because once you put in your mind, whether you have to write it down, whether you have to screenshot it, and, and, and whether it be a quote or something, uh, for me, it's biblical scriptures most of the time. Um, and you have to accept that. Mm -hmm. So you got to acknowledge where you are. You have to accept what can be done. And then you have to act on it. Those are my three A's. So I just can't. Oh, my God. Look I at you. I was going to put this in a program that I'm actually working on right now. But I'll go ahead and give it to people for free. You have to <laughs> acknowledge where you are. Mm-hmm. Acknowledge what's happening in my life, whether I'm five, whether I'm 10, whether I'm 50, whether I'm 100, whether I'm 69, what's happening? Acknowledge that, good, bad, or the other. Then you have to accept what you can do. Not accept what the problem is or what the doctor said or what my ex-husband said or what my fiance said. No, accept what you can do. I can scale back from eating this. I can walk or try to walk another 10 minutes. I can't, I might can't do a jumping jack, but I can move my arms up above my head five times. I'll mm -hmm. get to six, I'll get to seven, right? Figure it out. What is, mm -hmm. what is it that you can do? And then the third is act on that. Because faith without works is dead and no action, no gain. Right. Period. Period. And once you do that, the struggle is over. The struggle is over. Yeah. And I'll also say, find your fun. Find out what it is that you like to do. And you might not like it at first. You know, again, I'll go back to where I told you. I didn't like weights at first. I didn't. I couldn't even lift weights. But I didn't mm -hmm. stop. And now I love weights. I love strength training. I'd rather do that more so than cardio. But that's not a balance. I have to do the both. But find your fun. Find some people that you inspire or that inspire you and work out. You don't have to work out every day with each other. Mm -hmm. But, you know, find someone that you can work out with. Find someone that, you know, sometimes you want to work out. For me, sometimes I like working out by myself. Other times I like working out with other people. Um, I don't always work out with the same people. You know, so find find that. Don't be afraid to explore more. Mm -hmm. 
you know don't don't be afraid don't be afraid to take what somebody says to heart sometimes you gotta you know take no thought to what someone said sometimes you gotta laugh i laugh a lot people don't even know it some people <laughs> say critical things about me and i laugh so oh. i wanted to share that with you too it's not that no one's ever said um critical or negative things about me but i just don't care <laughs> yeah <laughs> Okay, man, that's what you say. Check plus on it for you. I don't care. So you have to, you have to get to those places in your life. Um, and for me, it happened during the pandemic. And then I would say, just, just don't be afraid. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to live out loud. Don't be afraid to go against the grain don't be afraid to try something new try something different yeah. um don't don't be afraid what do you, what do you have to lose nothing that's good that's good so the scripture that she referenced that time was mark 12 and it's 30 through 31 and it says, and you must love the Lord your God with all your heart all your soul and all your mind and all your strength the second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. No other commandment is greater than these. So it's kind of hard to love on other people when you don't really truly love yourself. And there, one of the things I wrote down when we had our initial call was that there is freedom that happens when you are confident with who you are. There's yes. so there's so much there's so much freedom that you experience. It's it's freedom from other people's thoughts and opinions. Um yes. it's not gonna it's not to say that it's always gonna be, you know, top tier. Every now and then you may get in situations where you'd be like, Oh, I'm a little I'm still a little shaky right there. But for the most part in your heart of hearts, you understand that you are still confident. Um, and that you still have a level of freedom that you can walk in in that confidence. So I am so thankful for you, Minerva, for speaking so much wisdom to the people. Um, can you tell them how um, they can be connected to you? Absolutely. So first of all, I want to tell you thank you again. Um, the pleasure has definitely been mine. Um, and it's interesting how this is happening because this is this is falling into what's to come for me. You know, the yeah. podcast, talking to people, inspiring people on this level and above and beyond. Mm -hmm. And so the way to connect with me, um, if you go on social media, if you go on Instagram, you can follow me as at Queen Minerva. Um, and it, my actually right now, I think my, I think I want to say it's public. So you, you won't have a problem finding me. And then on Facebook, it is um, Minerva Bina, which is my, both names are mine. I don't have my last name on there because um, for professional reasons, but both both names are mine. Both names actually kind of mean the same thing, which is wisdom and insight. And I love that. I, I, I just think that's awesome. Um, and you can follow me on there. You can also shoot me a message. You can DM me a message if you want to. And you know, I just want to tell you, Vontessa, I love what you're doing. I love Thank your you. platform and pray to God much success for it. Thank um, you. And also to anybody else, like freedom. Freedom is also attractive. Mm -hmm. When people see you happy, a lot of people don't like to see people happy. Mm -mm. And my thought process with that is, um, is because they're not to the fullness of happiness that they can be. Mm -hmm. So therefore they just kind of, it's just kind of hard for them to embrace it. Mm -hmm. So you got to give them grace, right? Yeah. You got to give them grace, but you can't let that affect your happiness. And you got to find that happiness. You got to dig, you got to discover, and then you got to do. Yeah. And I'm telling you, that's one of the things that, excuse me, I learned. And I just want to pass it on to people that you can be so much better than who you were and who you are and it is a-okay to be free to have fun to be healthy to be whole and to be happy and i appreciate you as well minerva thank you so much for sowing those seeds and for speaking those beautiful words over 
the podcast in the days to come. So this was actually the last podcast of season two, and I am excited about season three. Um, over the summer, we're going to take a little bit of a break. Well, you guys will have a break. I won't because my plan is to, um, record some podcasts over the summer so that next season I will have some wonderful and amazing people that I will be doing some virtual, um, meetings with, and that will expand the reach of the podcast. And that goes along with this whole freedom and confidence for the past couple years. I kind of kept it close and kind of kept it close to only the people that I know that are, you know, in my immediate circle. But I do believe that God is doing a new thing in this podcast. And I pray that you guys continue to join me on the journey. I thank you for your love and your support over this season and i will see you all back in september with new content new people and just wonderful words that will continue to encourage you guys as you go through life have a wonderful and safe summer bye